You know, I, I, I'm all for supporting people and their mission and what they're trying to do. But, you know, I can't really see myself working with somebody that's doing what they're doing for selfish reasons. All right, Positive Input Podcast. We are tuned into episode 17. I'm here. I'm with Jeff VK, here with Nick Urso, as always. What's good? And today we are here with Nathan Bubby Brown, a 16 year old entrepreneur in, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And we're going to talk to him today about what it's like being a 16 year old entrepreneur, how he got himself into that space, and how he plans on providing value and meaningful connections to everyone he meets throughout the rest of his life. Nathan, why don't you tell everyone how you got here today? What's up? Um, yeah. Thanks for having me, though. Of course. Um, so, how that happened. Um, so, I started off with deodorant wipes. Um, it was I was in a program called Teens Grow Greens, and we went through these three different... Um, um, it was like these three different units. It was leadership, entrepreneurship, and healthy living. Um, entrepreneurship is the last unit that we go through, which was by far the hardest. And um, we went through these different stages of, you know, attacking a specific group of people, you know, figuring out like how to get money back once, um, once like you sell the product and, you know, how to keep stuff going. And um, I didn't really think that it was something that I wanted to do. But as like time went on, I really enjoyed the process of meeting new people and connecting with other people. And, um, you know, it, it caused me to like talk to my boss about it. And I was like, you know, I want to I want to meet him, Cole. Um, he was a former teen at um, the internship. And uh, I connected with him, very first person that I um, networked with, and I was nervous. But when I got there, you know, it was it was just like everything just flowed. It wasn't like I didn't have to write anything down to ask him anything, anything that I wanted to know. I just asked him, and then he asked me questions, um, and we was there for a while. Um, so after that, I was like, you know, I want I'm gonna do this some more. I want to do it some more, but then I did it. Um, which brings me into this year where I had to, you know, tell myself, like, it's time to get moving. You got to go, you know, start talking to people, start working on this deodorant more, but didn't go as planned. Um, started, you know, I started doing more than just deodorant. I started doing graphic novels. I started, uh, posting articles on LinkedIn, um, you know, I started like just doing all this different stuff and building my schedule. Um, I joined LinkedIn through uh, Sam Lister and, uh, you know, I was interested in the way that he did business. He was he was young and, um, you know, he he started doing business from an iPhone and now he's like, you know, taking pictures for everybody. And I was like motivated by that, so I reached out to him and then got on the phone call with him. We talked for a bit, and uh, he gave me like a few tips. And um, yeah, so he introduced me to LinkedIn, started posting on there, and you know, it's just been building ever since. Just connections everywhere. Just been growing. Just been growing. Yeah, and you uh, you weren't always like this though. 
No, I wasn't. Um, so I wasn't really the biggest fan of people. Didn't really like people at all. Like, you know, always, like, stayed in my room. Didn't really care to be around people. Like, I wouldn't even talk to my own family. Um, but, you know, going into the business world, you cannot do that. No, you're right. <laughs> you have to stay consistent. You have to, like, make sure you're reaching out to people. You know, you can't really just do things without talking to other people. You can't do it on your own. Like, nobody does anything on their own. Like, they they cannot read your mind from a distance, even close by. They don't know what you want from them. You have to vocalize it. So I started, like, talking to people and connecting with people, which this has been the busiest month ever because I've been doing nothing but meeting with people. Um, but it like it, like, helps me, like, talk it helps me like get business out there and we don't just talk about business at these meetings we get to know each other and you know figure out how we can help each other mm -hmm. like professionally and personally so it, it's a good i think that's like, more like process. modern day uh modern day like networking you know people thought networking was you know go and give your sales pitch to everyone but really it's about like how deep of a connection can you make with somebody that's like what modern day networking is anyway yeah it's no longer the sales pitch <laughs> And I actually thought, like, you know, every single time I would talk to a person, um, I had to pitch my product. Like, that was stressful because, like, I can't remember everything that I say about my own product and it's said in different ways. Um, but, you know, it was like, we want to know, like, more about you. And I see that a lot on LinkedIn where it's like, you know, I don't want to hear your story about, like, your product. Like, I want to know, like, you. I was like, okay, I'm gonna give you me. Yeah. <laughs> so we started talking, like, you know, every single time I talk to people, we talk about um, our, our lives professionally and personally, not just, you know, just talking to people about a product that the person may not even be interested in. Right. And that's how people are gonna connect with you anyway, is the human to human connection, not the human to product connection. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, you know, I'm in, like, the, the, the body, like, health, health, um, scent, whatever. Um, and, you know, I can't talk about, like, my deodorant to somebody that, that don't need it. You know, they, they, they market, like, they market socks or, you know, they, you know, do online marketing for, for grocery stores. They don't have any idea what I'm talking about. Like, they don't care, um, which I understand because I don't care about everybody else's product all right. the time either. Like, you know, I want to know you. There's always something that you can connect with. Whether exactly. That's, it's not always going to be the product, but it might be the past experiences or the person in general or similar interests or something right. like that. Because I could like the product all day, but that don't mean I have to like it. Right, exactly. You know, and vice versa, it. too. I can like you all day, but I might not give a shit about your product. Right. You know? And that's just going to, that's the way it's going to be. And I would like to... You know, I, I, I'm all for supporting people and their mission and what they're trying to do. But, you know, I can't really see myself working with somebody that's doing what they're doing for selfish reasons. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm not okay with. So if I feel like, you know, you're only doing this for money or you're only doing it for fame or, you know, you're trying to buy you a, house, a big house, a, a nice car... I don't care about you trying to buy those things. If it's not beneficial to 
other people like besides just yourself i mean don't get me wrong it's okay to be selfish every now and again but like to just be selfish with everything you do and selling stuff just so that is beneficial to you and so you can have money and fame i don't like that so that's a business that i wouldn't support that's respectful yeah it's always that's the way to do it too because it's like as soon as you start doing it thinking like short term and selfish that's all you're going to get is this uh, short term and selfish stuff you're never going right. to achieve that long term growth you're never going to make those connections with people you're never just going to get your stuff to the next level because you're only worried about those short term wins exactly and I think the truth comes out over time though you yeah know, people, are, <laughs> people are making selfish moves and their motives are totally just to benefit themselves yeah. People start to pick up on that. And, they and just a start lot of the times, doors. like, they're snitching on themselves. It's like, you know, like, stop talking. Like, you could be so much better <laughs> if you would just, like, take a step back and, yeah. like, just put yourself out there for the good of other people rather than your damn self. Yeah. Right. And I can't I can't front. Like, I, 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 used, I told you, I used to be one of those people. I didn't really care for other people, you know, everything. I wanted it to be like strictly like just mine anything i wanted it to be mine i i got jealous if other people had it or you know i didn't if i didn't have it like i didn't want them to have it but now like you know getting older and like being into the business world you have to you know work with other people in order to get your business off the ground you have to support them in their mission you know every a lot of the people that you know i talk to or connect with they're married they have kids or they in college any of that um you know and you have to like you have to help them out like they can't do it on their own you can't do it on your own you know so i'm trying my best to like stay out there you know, interact with people, build connections personally, professionally, whatever. Um, you know, I don't really care if I don't have it. I'm happy that the other person got it. It's something that they worked hard for. Um, you know, like, I'm proud of them. You know, the same thing with, like, my dad, my sister, my brother. Like, anybody, like, all of them, like, with their businesses just starting off. It's hard, yes, um, starting a business. But, like, just being there, like, trying my best if I can to, you know, help and support. I'm, I'm all for it. 100%. And I think what you said, too, I think a lot of people, when they start out and they see people with certain success, they think that that limits them from their own success. But there's not really, there's not really a shortage of success out there. There might be a shortage of gold or silver, but there's not a shortage of success. Right. You know, so I think that that, like, being in that mindset, especially at your age, you know, being 16, I think that's huge because there is no shortage of success just because you have success or nick has success doesn't mean i can't have success and vice versa you know and that's definitely a good mindset to have because otherwise you're going to look at everyone as just like complete competition and because it's competition it's like a scarcity you know yeah and that's not how it is and you look stupid like like just look so bitter and selfish and that's not a good look no you know it's not so you've uh, you saw you've kind of gone through a lot of it from being 16. You got yourself into a lot of different areas. How did you find yourself uh, getting in the writing space? Um, so uh, I had like this paper that I had to do like for class, and um, you know, I wasn't like the biggest fan of writing at all. Like I absolutely hated it. Anytime they said something about paper, my eyes went to the back of my head and was like, ah, this is about to be the end of me. But um, um, 
as I'm like writing this paper, I'm just like getting really like interested in where it's going. I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, just writing. I still want to write. Like I've never like took writing home. It was like a only at school kind of thing, you know, I don't want to mix school and home together. Right. But, <laughs> but, you know, in that case, I was like, you know, I'm going to work on this when I get home. So I asked my dad if, uh, if I could use his computer and then there I was just, I was just writing and writing and writing and um, and that paper was actually the Perks of Being a Wallflower essay um, that I plan to release on LinkedIn soon. Uh, so be looking out for that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it was a really good, like... Just find yourself, like, resonating with it. Yeah. It, it just like, made sense. It made sense. And yeah. I was like, geez, like, I've never written a paper like this before. Good job, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. And that kind of just, like, a whole twist, you know? It's kind of like going to school and learning a bunch of things that you don't want to learn. And then you take that class that hits you at home, and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is all right. You know, I can make some sense of this. I can use this in my life. It pertains to, like, my natural interests. And so here we go. Right. And that's just kind of how you got to find the space. And I felt like, you know... Like what you just said, like we learn a lot of stuff that we really don't want to learn at school. But, you know, a lot of people say like, you know, when I graduate, like I'm not going to need this. I'm one of those people. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it turns out you do. Um, you know, I have to be able to like count cash. I have to like, you know, how to multiply, divide all of that crap. And uh, yeah, it's like not the easiest thing ever, but you know i have to manage you know i gotta like you know if there's ever contracts anything gotta read those gotta know what i'm getting myself into you know uh the the, the strength of like science you know putting stuff together to create something else and all this other stuff you know i need that for deodorant you know the art classes i don't need those but you know i do it anyway um you might yeah. you might find out you do need them later. Yeah, you know, I mean, packaging sure. design. Yeah, right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Packages of the deodorant. You got I'm, some graphic design on there. Yeah, I'm not a professional professional, but I'm getting there. You know, I'm like doing my own graphic novels now. So, um, you know, I've been illustrating and writing that like all myself, um, and I plan to do more. I just have to figure out another event in my life that I want to do it on. Nice. You uh, you go to a lot of events yourself. I know you recently just gave a, a pitch um, for fixing the community food problem here in Milwaukee. Yeah. Um. So I'm getting more involved in the community in Milwaukee. Um, I wasn't really too happy about it at first because I really didn't care. Like I really didn't want to be in Milwaukee. Like again, like I left, but I came back. Um, you know. Not by choice, but um, <laughs> but like once I came back and I, I joined Teams Grow Greens, um, you know that was a that was a healthy living leadership entrepreneur kind of thing. So we did a healthy living unit where we uh, went to Weber's Greenhouse, which they own now, and um, you know we grew vegetables and uh, and flowers and stuff, and we sold them at local food markets. Um, or farmers markets and uh it was a really stressful process because i didn't want to do it because i understand why i had to do it because i'm not like the healthy kind of person but um it was good to like do it because you get into the habit like every single lesson that every single lesson that uh we did there 
all led up to the entrepreneurship unit and I didn't realize it until the end that all of those lessons were helping me like the healthy living we were like making something and then we sold it and then the leadership it was like we worked together like as a team put in uh lesson plans together to um help kids in neighborhoods like it was like something that they call kids grow greens and um pretty much like the kids go through the go like through a 10 week uh you know little whatever um and they like learn different character traits like uh gratitude curiosity zest all that different stuff um and i'm not the biggest fan of kids but like i really miss those kids they definitely left an impact on me in a good way um and you know that helped us as a group like the the interns and the kids you know we learned how to you know work as a team which led into the entrepreneurship unit of us being a team putting stuff together and uh you know going out into food markets uh farmers markets and uh selling it we never made it to the uh farmers market because me and my partner at the time we didn't have our product ready mm -hmm. um but uh, after I got everything that I needed uh, for um, my deodorant, I started like you know putting stuff together and having people try it out at school. I started trying it out myself, um, and it's it's a really good deodorant if I do say so myself. Um, you know it lasts. It's, uh, it smells nice. You know it's it's a natural deodorant that doesn't have like all these chemicals and stuff in there. You know, and I think people get mostly like happy about that part because when they, you know, when they try other natural deodorants, it leaves a stench on them. Mm -hmm. Ours, on the other hand, do not. Yeah. Um, which I was really proud of myself for because I didn't really expect it to, you know, happen in that way. You know, I wanted it. I wanted it to last a certain few hours last longer i didn't want it to leave a stench it didn't so well done we, well done we got it done yeah and like you said chemical free that's what everyone wants nowadays yeah anyway. that's the trend yes yeah that's cool man getting it going <laughs> absolutely absolutely so when you uh when you were when you were younger you had a hard time accepting who you were perhaps yes um you had a hard time saying no Yes. Maybe you still have a hard time saying no. That's one of my big issues, actually. I'm a yes man. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's better to be a yes man and figure it out later than to just say no and not force yourself to figure it out. Yeah, I still have those issues. Sometimes I do. Um, you know, it happens. It's life. Like, just because you get older doesn't mean anything get easier. It gets harder. I promise you it do. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I struggle with anxiety depression, anger, all that other bad stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I wasn't really surrounded myself with people. You know, I would have, like, friends here and there, but where are they now? They are no longer friends with me. I honestly say some of those friendships, like, because of the way that I was then, like, I've ruined some of those relationships and friendships that I've had with people. Um, you know... And then going into like social media and stuff and you know that made it even worse because I would go on there pretend to be happy I would post you know like small like accomplishments or you know like try to be funny fit in any of that but it just wasn't working out like 
I was only making myself like look more stupid than I was. You didn't feel like, like you were being authentic. Yeah, I wasn't being authentic at all. And I would constantly tell people like, you know, like I'm always me, like no matter what, like all of that crap, everybody do that. But, um, you know, it wasn't true. But now I can say that I am. Um, I love my messed up self. You know, I have flaws. I'm not the most perfect person. If you out there and you got a perfect life, please let me know. I would like to know how to get one. Um, but nobody is perfect. And um, I had to learn that and accept that. Um, you know, I've had the support and help from my best friends. They always there to uh, support me, help me out, talk to me, get me out of my own head um, negatively. And uh, if it's positive, they help me encourage that positive thought. And, uh, you know, everything just like uh, flow, flow through there. Um, but I'm happy about the person that I've become now. And looking back at the person that I was then, I, I don't ever want to go back to that place, like ever. I think you got to be in that space to figure that out and crawl yourself out to get yourself to in a spot like you are now. Yeah. And I think you have to go through those dark places, per se, dark, um, just to get yourself into a more brighter territory. Yeah, life. Yeah. University. Shit, man, you're 16. Nick and I are 25. I mean, you're over here talking about life gets harder and stuff like that. I'm like, fuck, bro, you're 16. Like, we got we got even nine years on you, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you got a lot of stuff going. You got a lot of stuff going right, you know, for being 16. For sure. So I would say. Yeah. You know, I think you do really do a good job of even, you know, preaching the positive input mindset, you know, of just practicing, of being nice, being kind, and just having impact on others. And I think that is huge. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the three words, accept, unite, impact, um, which is accepting failure, uniting the community, and uh, leaving an impact on the world. Um, you know, it's like what I've been thinking about lately. Um, I feel like a lot of people do stuff for the wrong reasons. Um, they head is not always where it should be, which is, you know, I'm not doing this, like, just to brag about it. I'm not doing this, like just to you know get something for myself is for other people it's to help other people um before i left um milwaukee in 2017 you know i was i was living with my dad and i uh, told him that i was gonna leave and i was gonna like move to tennessee um with my mom you know i was like you know you got another baby coming you know I want you to like focus on her help her out and other stuff and um you know I wasn't like expecting to come back but things happened and I ended up back and um yeah it was a really tough year last year like trying to get back on track like with school like I'm like behind on like some credits so trying to catch that up like it's like last year was was crazy but so you ended up actually going to tennessee for a while yeah okay i was there for i was there from july i want to say july to december like a few days before christmas okay um and i moved back here um i don't remember the exact day but i moved back in december a few days before christmas and it was just like it was cha. 
crazy. A wild experience. Wild experience. Yeah. And it's like I said, when one of those things where it's like you make the move, you try it out. If it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit, and you find yourself back in the space that makes sense. Yeah. You know? And uh, it was hard to admit at the time, but looking back now, I can say, yeah, that was my fault. That was a pretty dumb move, like, to go out there and then come back. I met the best people there. Like, don't get me wrong. I did love the school, love the people, like, love everybody. Like, everybody is nice. It's a, it's a united community. Like, again, bumps and bruises, but everybody is cool. Everybody is friends and family. But here, like, comparing the two and just looking at everything that goes on, it's like, geez, like, something's got to give. Like, you know, it's kids out here getting killed and, or they killing people. They, you know, stealing cars and all this other stuff. And it's like, what are they doing? Like, you know, where are they parents? Right. I know mine's Where's like, the support? Yeah. Like, yeah. My dad is like, <laughs> at first, like, I wasn't one of those people who would, like, let him know, like, when I was leaving. But now, you know, I do. You know, I, I'm, like, technically still a minor, so I have to. But, you know, I let him know now, like, whenever I'm going somewhere or who I'm with, uh, you know, this is just to be on the safe side. In it's case just a anything. respect, the respect thing too. You know, yeah. you respect your dad, and he wants to subconsciously know where you're at too. You yeah. Know, so. And uh, yeah, that was a really like big move for me uh, because I didn't really like communicate with like my dad really. Like I didn't really communicate with him or anybody else, but. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, things happen, you know, is life, but, like, these last month or two, um, we've kind of been in the process of getting everything together, and uh, we talk more, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, everything is it's getting better for the most part. That's good. That's good. That's what's up. Sounds like you've been through a couple ups and downs. Yeah. That's, That's life. Like, like, like all of us, though, right? Yeah. So what about the future? What's the future looking like? Next five, ten years, where's Nathan gonna be? Huh. That's a good question. I really don't know. Um, I'm, I, I really don't know. I'm gonna like just focus on now. Just let everything flow through, and uh, yeah, I'm just gonna let everything flow because I'm not really sure. Multi talented, so it's like you know whichever I feel I'm most interested in. Um, a few years from now, like I'll I'll go is strictly into that while doing like a few things on the side it's it's nothing like trying to multitask yeah i think <laughs> it's just doing a lot and yeah learning what you like that's kind of what we've done honestly over the past five years it's just try a bunch of different stuff and figure yeah. out kind of what hits with us and move forward yeah it all works out in the end i mean i have time i mean i'm 16 I, I you got so much time yeah a lot of time you, do, you can do out. nothing right for the next 14 years and be 30 yeah <laughs> that's the craziest part so, like, it doesn't matter if you don't figure it out even in the next five, ten years. I mean, it sounds like you already have a lot figured out, you know? So, yeah. you just got to keep making the same moves, meeting the right people, and everything else will kind of fall into place. Yeah. I'm doing the best that I can. I've been spending a lot of time with, like, a little bit of everybody, <laughs> like, trying to get stuff together, trying to figure out, like, what, um, what like, things I can put together for business, if I can work with other people. You know, I don't have a job right now. You know, it's just school and meetings and all that. Um, 
but you know after realizing that you know getting paid for like pitching certain stuff rather and I don't really care like what place first second third whatever but it's just like the fact that I get to get the idea out there but you know money sounds nice every now and again you know I've got to I don't, I don't pay bills, but, um, <laughs> you know, I got uh, a phone bill to pay, and then I have to get from point A to point B, so, you know, I kind of do need money, so. That's the I thing, is, like, yeah, money is always not the front-end goal, but money is, like, you know, a subsidiary that comes with it, and it's nice to have, because, unfortunately, it keeps us yeah able to stay alive and function and feed ourselves. Yeah, unfortunately, like money makes the world go around it so. does you know maybe a little bit too crazy in some spaces but you know yeah. that's just the way system we've created i know a lot of a lot of money hungry people but you know i used to i used to be one of them like i was a lot of things in the past um but yeah used to be one of them i used to all i thought about was just like doing stuff for money or like what can i do for money or stuff wasn't benefiting me because they wasn't like you know giving me money but I watched, like, one of the videos you posted on LinkedIn the other day, and it was like, it's okay to work for free. And I was like, yeah, it's okay to work for free. Like, you know, it's okay to give my services for, for free. But when, like, people start taking advantage of that, and it was like, oh, Nathan ain't gonna do this without pay, so let's call him. No, 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 no. Not the case. Eventually, you're gonna have to cut me a check. Cause, uh, exactly. Yeah, my services is not always free. I have other stuff to do. I'll probably took time out of my day I was supposed to be doing something else to help you so exactly you're gonna have to you know cut me a check exactly and it's all about just doing like the work for the right people yeah for the right people and like eventually like it's like a lot of people you know referencing the same post a lot of people commented on there kind of saying you know it's tough to tell when people are just going to take advantage of you right away right right I mean we've even had situations where we thought it was going to play out and the person didn't care at all there was no desire to grow their business with us or without us they just wanted some free stuff because they knew they could take advantage of it. Right. And I think what happens too is you do that more and more and you'll, people, the same mindset resonates the same cues. So when people are saying certain things, you're eventually going to be like, nah, I'm not going to do that for you because I know it's not going to play out for me. Right. And at first you're going to get burned. We've been burned, you know, but at the same time, like free work has gotten us indoors too. So. Yeah. And that's not necessarily like money is the only indicator of why you'd want to do something. So yeah. it's like you're trading your services for free but there's some sort of value on the back end that you're getting out of it. Maybe it's you're building a deeper connection with someone that you really want to get in with. Right. So like it's worth your time to trade uh, like you know trade your services for free because now you're just getting in deeper in like the lane that you want to be in. Right. So like that's a win or you know it could be you trade your services and they hook you up with like some office space or like something else of value. So like doing work for free is good but it has to be for like the right things otherwise it's like yeah i could offer my work for free to everybody but like everybody's not gonna like return back to me you know yeah, yeah. it's like it's happened to me before like a few times but i know now like you know i'm not gonna work with you ever again so thank you right you right. know they say if a person show you who they are believe them and i do and i try to give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes um but some people just can't change and uh you know i'm not gonna force them to they have to want it for themselves as well and 
you know, if, if they don't want it, I can't help them. I'm you sorry. force them to do it. I can't. Yeah, and you don't want to let your business be affected by it, though, too. You no. know, you got to move forward in your own goals. Right. What you got to be doing. No, that's exactly right. Yeah, and I think, like I said, just going through and doing that stuff just opens a lot of doors. I mean, with a lot of people. I mean, like he said, too, you know, we were getting... We were working with chiropractors, still are, so we were getting like free free adjustments per se and stuff like that. So it has like benefits and stuff, but like eventually it has to be monetized. You know, yeah. it's got to be taken to a space where we can make a living and support our business. You know, if it's not going to go there, then it needs to be addressed and you need to move forward. Yeah, exactly. That's all you really got to do. But I mean, at the same time, if you're, you know, you're young, you got a lot of time to put into something. You can easily become an expert in anything that you put your mind to at this point, and you know. You could be doing a bunch of free work just to hone your skills. Yeah. And once your skills are to the point where people are like, dang, I need to reach out to Nathan because he's just crushing this area. Like, then that's when it comes, like, monetize, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. there's people out there making money off of selling, like, courses on how to, like, jump higher. Like, they're so lame and specific and expert in what they're doing that they're making money off it. So, you can make money off the most ridiculous thing out there that you could think of. But since they're, like, an expert in it, they're making money. Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, I don't know. It's just a cool thing that the Internet's, like, opened up the pot. Like, just d- doors and doors of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, social media isn't all that bad. Like, they have they, they have their positive stuff. But at the same time. Um, you know, I, I was one of those people who use social media for anything. At one point, you know... I was like putting my art on on Facebook and stuff, you know, but nobody would really pay attention to it. So I was like, okay, what am I doing wrong? So I was like, I need to get a team. So I started um, recruiting like different artists and uh, in like different areas of art, like rather they do graffiti or you know all that different stuff. It's like you know, let, let's try to. Let's, let's try to do this but you know that didn't work out so I was like okay I'm still doing something wrong <laughs> so like uh, I don't I started using like social media for like different reasons I like started a YouTube channel and um, I was doing that with my best friend at the time and um, me and her like grew apart and then like graduation happened and you know we haven't really talked like since then um so that went out the window we had like a youtube yeah really corny but it was called like the nathan jamika show and uh yeah really lame corny yeah i know i was like 14 and uh you know some things just don't work out but you know eventually everything will come together right now everything is coming together for me i'm proud of the accomplishments that I've made but because you know I'm okay with it and I'm you know comfortable with it doesn't mean that I'm gonna stop where I am I saw something yesterday and it said um, you know it's so like when you get uh, it was something like you know accomplishing a goal and you know being able to sit comfortable and I was like uh, wrong (laughs) Being a part of like the commons, and then uh, there's a line that uh, my best friend used. It was like I heard it from both of them, but I heard it from him first. Um, it's pretty much like get 
comfortable with being uncomfortable and stuff. And, you know, I've been getting into the habit of doing that. I've been putting myself in some pretty uncomfortable situations, um, like talking to other people. It was really hard for me, easy to do now, uh, kind of. And, uh, you know, just doing stuff that I wouldn't be used to. Like, I, I really wouldn't have, like, taken, like, the bus an hour away, you know. I wouldn't have done that before. I would have been like, you know, too far, I'll stay home. But, you know, I'm getting in the habit of, you know, trying out new things and doing stuff that'll benefit me even if I'm not completely okay with doing it. Keeping yourself in just those different spaces and allowing yourself to grow. Pretty soon you're speaking and pitching like you've already done. Yeah. And you plan on doing more of that in the future and that kind of stuff? Do you want to be uh, into a lot of speaking things or do you want to be into like, what do you want to get into in terms of that? I mean, public speaking, yeah, that would be nice because, you know, I like to talk, especially about myself. Uh, <laughs> you know, who doesn't? But, um, you know, that like pitching like and stuff that was a really hard process for me you know I've done it before uh the pitch competition on Wednesday and I did it really good like I didn't forget anything that I needed to say you know I was spot on I had the energy I had the eye contact all of that you know I got second place um I was okay with it because like one of my best friends got first and I was, it was an experience that I got to do with a lot of, um, a lot of other determined teenagers uh, that wanted to have something for themselves or, you know, work. And uh, I, like, did it again uh, on Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, probably the worst pitch I've ever done. I forgot everything that I was supposed to say. I was I was like nervous before I like practice 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 I was I had my pitch together the night before and as soon as I got on stage you know I was like hey everybody how y'all doing you know I'm Nathan how many of y'all this and that and then after that I got stuck and was like um uh <laughs> you know I got stuck I was like I, I don't really know like what to do you know I didn't Sound know what like, to say right. so you know I just started like talking and you know doing everything that I had to do and afterwards I was my teacher was there and uh, my former boss and I was like you know it's not the best pitch I really didn't like it I did a bad job you know I got in my head at that point you know that's never gonna go away at some point everybody's gonna get in their head like it's never gonna go away but you know I was like you know that wasn't good and all of that so they talked to me and it was like you know like gave me a few tips like try bullet pointing what it is you want to say you know it, it'll be an easier way um, for you to, to pitch and talk um, and balance yourself out a bit so okay uh, you know thanks for the tip but uh, yeah I and they end up doing the votes and stuff, and um, you know I got second place, um, two hundred dollar prize, so I'm two hundred dollars richer. And uh, <laughs> um, you know at that moment I was like, geez, like can't nobody tell me nothing. Like I got this. Like 
second place for life but you know <laughs> you know i don't want to be a second place forever it'll be nice to get first at one point so if you're out there and i ever do a pinch competition for you you know even though i probably won't do good just give me first place for my own pleasure so i can feel good about myself you know but no uh, <laughs> <laughs> just give me that first that i deserve you know? man. i need yeah, that gold star I, I need it i need it you'll get it though it's all about earning it yeah yeah you'll get it and i'll I continue to work for it. Like I, I can't wait to see like where everything is gonna be in like the next year or two, and how much everything is gonna grow. I can't wait to see. So just from listening to basically like your standpoint of where you were before, where you're a little bit, you know, you're feeling a little bit introverted. You're still heavy on social media. Yeah. Compared to now, where you've been putting yourself in more uncomfortable situations and networking more, has how has your use of social media change oh that's a good question um so like the use of it before it was just like you know it was for my own pleasures like you know putting out like small accomplishments that i did or you know just like you know interested in to see like what drama's going on today you know i'm in high school and middle school that happens all the time so it's like what happened like you know like into like all of that stuff but then after a while, I'm like, you know, that's not cool. <laughs> so I deactivated my Facebook for a while. And um, I'll go on there from here and there only to change my profile picture. Uh, <laughs> but then I'll deactivate it again. And it's like, you know, I haven't really been on Facebook for about, I would say, almost a year, if not a year. Um, but it's still active these days. And uh you know, just updated my profile picture again. So, you know, if you add me on there, like the picture. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, joining LinkedIn is only business and Instagram, like literally all of the pictures that um, I've posted, it's been with people that I've been networking with and uh, been talking to and, you know, really fun um, experience these days with the social platform is just getting myself out there um, business-wise and not just like personally with everything that's just going on it's crazy but um yeah so that's so you kind of like transition from using it from a pure like consumption form of social into using it as, as a form of like a tool to meet people and grow yourself and better yourself yes um yes I met y'all through there. But, uh, yeah, you did. That's exactly right. You did. <laughs> you know, but I didn't, like, want to just meet people, like, through social media. Like, people get that all wrong where they just, like, talk to people through social media. But where's the physical connection of actually talking with people and, you know, getting to know them? You know, I don't want to talk to you through a screen looking at your picture all the time. I want to see you face-to-face, you know. I want to be able to, like, like hug a neck or shake a hand like whatever I don't I don't want to talk to you through a phone screen all the time and I'm not the best typer and I don't like texting people back all the time so you know I, I want to be able to talk to them in person and look at them and feel the energy and where they coming from people can talk all day through text but can you tell if they really serious about it for sure tell me that you can learn so much more about a person just in a five-minute person face-to-face conversation yeah. than, you know, than you can learn in a 40-minute text conversation. One know? text can be interpreted yeah. in so many different ways. Way. Yeah. Even phone calls. But it's For like sure. just being in person with them and getting their facial expressions and their posture of how they sit. You know, you can tell if they're serious about that. You can tell, okay, I'm just here. You know, I could be somewhere else. 
Right. And I had to learn that. And I actually learned from, like, no offense, lady. I don't know how old she was. But I learned from, like, a 70-something-year-old woman, like, you know, like, how to, like, introduce yourself when meeting people in the business world. I shook her hand, but it was, like, you know, just a little, like, soft shake. So she, like, pulled me over afterwards, like, at the end. And she was like, you have really good eye contact. But... When meeting a person and you talking about business, you know, make sure you have a grip on their hand so they know, like, mm-hmm. this is, like, I'm here. This is business. I'm serious about it. You know, you have, it shows, like, that you're a strong person. You're determined. All of that. You know, given, like, you know, weak handshakes and all of that stuff. I'll just like you said, it just puts off your energy. Yeah, it puts like, off you know, the energy. Yeah, and exactly right. When you give someone that firm handshake, that just starts off. Like, hey, I'm committed. Let's get this going. Yeah. You know? That's a good way to look at that, you know. I'm glad that we both learned that lesson at a young age. I feel like I learned that about your age, too, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's important, like, to know that, you know. A lot of people, like, have these stereotypes of, you know, it's like this rule book. Specifically men, it's like, you know, it's like a rule book of how to be a man. Mm-hmm. You know, which is, you know, don't show vulnerability or, you know, like you have to be strong. You have to do this and that. But, you know, that's not a man. A man is taking care of his responsibilities. A man is somebody who could look another man or woman, anybody in the face, you know, who can, you know, just take care of their responsibilities, like whatever. Like, that's that's a man that's taking care of his family. He doing what he got to do to live. Yeah. I don't care if if anybody see me cry. Like, yeah, I think it's embarrassing here and there. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, this is me. Right. You can oh, take it. My raw emotion. Yeah. You yeah. can take it or you can leave it. I'm not going to be fake. You know, I did that in the past. Yeah. Done, right. Know? And if you be fake, you're going to attract the fake people. Yeah. And if you be real, you're going to only attract the real people anyway. That right. I don't need, so... No time for it. No time for it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I like that outlook, man. That's awesome. No, that's you. awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think... Definitely on the right path, man. For real. Yeah, I'm trying my best. <laughs> yeah, that's all you can do, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. all I can do. Just keep meeting with people every day. Keep growing every day. Keep yes. putting yourself out there, more importantly, too. Just, just meetings. Just start making them LinkedIn videos. I'm waiting for you on there. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for you on there. I'm also waiting for Nick on there. Yeah. But <laughs> Nick seems to be committed to IG here. Yeah. You know, kind of, you know, I'm not going to front to you. A little, a little camera shy. But, You've been on yeah. camera this whole time, dog. Yeah, and you're gonna be on you're gonna be on LinkedIn because I'm gonna put a video out. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, a little camera shy. But I'm trying to get into the habit of being comfortable in front of a camera, which you know, hey, you know. But uh, yeah, all about getting you know comfortable. Open it up. Yeah. With being uncomfortable, that's where being comfortable with, with uh being uncomfortable yeah, comes in absolutely. You know, i'm not comfortable in front of a camera but for about an hour i've been sitting in front of a camera with no problem yeah exactly so now so just being authentic yeah so now i have to put that into my linkedin videos and yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah. good you no it's it definitely interesting uh, that's something that we talk about a lot you know being uncomfortable that's something we, we just had sam list around here ourselves and we thought about being comfortable and uncomfortable in front of a camera and like yeah. why that is you know I think it's just like more like the permanent aspect of it. There's no redos kind of thing. And there's plenty of redos. You can just delete the footage, you know? Yeah, but don't forget, if you have an iPhone, 
it's always going to be in your iCloud. <laughs> it is. That it is, man. <laughs> Just don't put it on the social, yeah. my man. Yeah, from I, someone that does like that, took IT class, it's still there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's definitely still there. Yeah. That's. I mean, I think you're at a cool spot where, you know, you are young. So if you do get in the habit of documenting your stuff, like, imagine when you're Jeff and my, like, Jeff and my age, you know, you can go back and pull back on when you were 16 trying to, like, start up your own, like, deodorant yeah. business. And then, like, that many years down the road, you'd be like, man, like, look how far I've actually, like, progressed as, like, a, just in general, you know. Exactly. I mean, you were referencing age 14, and you're 16 now. <laughs> so it's like, you know, think how much is growing in two years. Imagine when you're 18. Imagine when you're 20, yeah. 22, 24. You'll still be younger than me. Like, <laughs> when I was 14 and I, like, started the deodorant, it was a crazy story. Like, it, it was terrible. Like, who, who would do something like that? You know, you take somebody else's deodorant, first of all. You go into a bathroom with it. They don't know if they're going to get it back or not. I mean, he did, but, you know, they didn't know if he was going to get it back or not. Went in there, put the deodorant on the tissue, then wiped it under my arms. And then didn't think about it until two years later when you had the opportunity to do it. You know? It's like, you know, let's do it professionally now. And I had a partner at that time, but... That partnership didn't last, so now it's just me, you know. Still talk to him every day, really good guy. I, I promise you he is, you know, good heart. But, you know, the business half just wasn't for him. Yeah, sure. and I think it just takes still going through the motions to figure that out, you know, not only for yourself and him, but just for everything in general in your future. Yeah, for sure. And I didn't think it was for me either, you know. I was like, you know, this is not going to come together. I'm getting irritated. I really don't like the process, but I was like, wait, you got into it because you said you like the process, and with this process comes adversity, so you have to stay now because now you trapped, so now you have to do it, so now I'm still doing it, and I'm doing okay. Just got to figure it out as you go, man. That's why people, that's why all businesses fail, too, is because they do just give up and they try something new. People are obsessed with a new opportunity, but they're not obsessed with continuing with the path they've already started on. Yeah, like what we were talking about, like before filming, like y'all, you said, like the podcast wasn't really that good, but look at y'all now, y'all 17 episodes in. Yeah, so you know, it's it's gone somewhere. Y'all have guests pretty much like every single episode, so y'all doing something right. Right, and it's all about just being consistent at it and kind of let the cards play out. Right, start somewhere. Yeah. Learn what you like and don't like. <laughs> yeah. Take what you like, keep moving forward, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. really all you can do. You Pretty know? soon, meeting people like you have guests on here, and then and you're referencing other people, and we're getting them on here, and it just grows. Yeah, I mean, like, consistency was really hard for me because I'm not the most organized person in the world. Um, I'm really unorganized, and, you know, I just started like using like a physical calendar instead of my phone I'm trying to get in the habit of getting off my phone and into like writing stuff down physically um i think it's important that you get used to those things because like phones like have everything like before like we had like touchscreen phones and stuff like you know this like came around the time where like well, the advanced ones at least, but uh, they came around like around what? When well, like early... first iPod touches dropped. Yeah, uh-huh. like my it came around like when I was in like first, second, maybe third grade, um, if not before that. But um, yeah, we got so used to like sending emails through the phone and all of that. Like before, like people were sending letters, like 
but now everything is done through a phone and everybody get attached to their phone at a, at school like we do almost everything through a computer um so it's not really much writing um besides test of course but um you know that's the only thing that's like really done through like paper so i was like okay i'm gonna get out the habit of you know using the phone like, i'll still set reminders like you know i got to do this today but um i write everything else down in a calendar mm-hmm. um, and i've been consistent with doing that and i've been able to make it to all of my meetings on time and you know, if i'm gonna be a few minutes late i let them know that i'll be a few minutes late and mind you i'm an hour away from pretty much every single meeting that I go to. Yeah. So I have to, like, you know, make sure, like, time is going to be right. So I would tell them, like, hey, I get out of school at 3. I'm supposed to be there at 4. But, you know, maybe a few minutes late. Yeah. I'll still make it there on time. But it's nice for them to know, just in case. Um, And another thing with, like, consistency and dedication is, like, when I first started Teens Go Greens, um, I was, like late every single day late or didn't show up mind you this is my job i could have gotten fired which i almost did um it was like a day and i was feeling really happy that day too but uh, you know he kind of killed me with it when he said you know we like you we know we really want you here but if you keep being late we're gonna have to let you go and i'm like dang it so i just been thinking about that then that entire day and since then like i've like been showing up to work not on time, not late, but early, making sure that I was there, you know, and I, I wanted to, you know, show that I can grow. The whole point of that internship was to grow. They don't, they didn't expect um, us to be perfect. They didn't expect us to know everything or any of that. They pushed us to our limits to, like, get us to grow as much as possible in every single intern that was there has. And, and like, way. a lot of different aspects of your life, too. Yeah. You know? And, like, working with different teens, like, that was, uh... Like, they from different walks of life. Like, they, they, we, they don't have the same opinion as me, like, which, you know, I'm okay with and I was happy to have. Like, I don't need a yes man all the time. I don't need... A person like that's just gonna like have the same thoughts as me just because like they're my friend or anything they was like no that I don't think that's true and you know like this is this is how I see it it's like okay tell me you know it's nice to have different opinions because like you can't trust your own opinion sometimes you know I think you know that's just like me telling myself which I still to this day think is true I look really, really, really good. Or, you know, I'm, I do a really good job at everything I do. But there's people that'll say, you know, you got to do this better, you know. And, you know, I've been taking that in, which is why the day of the pitch competition, when they was given feedback, you know, I was, like, happy to read some of the um, negative that... Uh, some criticism in yeah, there, yeah. Some criticism that, you know... That I need to work on and I was like okay because that only helps build a pitch better and it helps a person grow sure. you know to know that you're doing something wrong you know it's written down on paper now you just have to figure out how you gonna fix it right and it's important for you to take that, that criticism seriously because that's your audience that's right. what they want to hear you know that's what they're looking for and that can make or break you exactly any meeting any pitch any of that can make or break you exactly. so I'm trying to 
trying to make sure everything is you know well put together I'm tacking every single piece of advice that I get so I can only make myself better better love it I think that's I mean that's awesome I think it's always good to hear out other people's opinions and just hear out where they're coming from because it opens your mind to new ideas and opportunities right but the only thing I would say to that is that you have to know where that information is coming from yeah so you know if I'm asking one of the teachers at college you know stuff about my life path and they're going to be pitching do research and do theory and stuff yeah well, it's coming from someone who spent their whole life doing research and theory and everything. Right. So, like, you got to really be aware of what who's feeding you what information and, like, what has molded their mind to where they're at. Because yeah. sometimes it's not always the best advice specifically for what you're trying to get done. Yeah, so you not. just got to be able to filter that a little bit. Yeah, and you, like, also have to know, like, you know, what works for you and what don't. For sure. Like, they can tell you, like, what to do all day, but if it doesn't help you, you have to figure out what will. You know, if that means, you know, going to other people and seeing what they do, you know, it's not going to happen. They're not going to have the same path as you while you're going through it, but you have to figure out, you know, what works for me. So, if that means experience different ways to better yourself, go ahead and do it. But some people's opinions they can take it and know where to shove it because sometimes it doesn't come some of their opinions doesn't come out to help you it's it's out of hate right it's out of jealousy and that's ugly um you know i can see if they telling me like oh well you know you need to you know be able to pitch your product in 20 or 30 seconds because you talk too much yeah i do Thanks for telling me. You know, I work on that, uh, which I have for, like, you know, future pitches that I have. Um, but that was that was an example. I told myself that. But, um, <laughs> but if, uh, like, anybody was, like, to tell me anything, like, oh, you should probably consider, like, you know, going into a different area or this field is just not meant for you. Bye. Like, right yeah that, that's that's out of hate that's out of you know no yeah I yeah leave it over there for sure grain yeah. of salt yeah. ever take advice from anyone you went trade shoes with brother yeah right. <laughs> for sure yeah be excited man i'd be excited to watch you grow and share stories along the way through yeah, social for sure make sure you guys all follow nathan on uh linkedin instagram you got instagram all that or what do you what kind um, of social you got so i have uh, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, uh, you name it, I got it. But uh, yeah, so my Instagram is. Oh, we'll, we'll link it in the bio. Oh, People can just okay, click on cool, because that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, 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 no worries. Yeah, no, we'll link it down. You guys can all follow Nathan. Make sure you follow his adventures. Sixteen-year-old entrepreneur. Guy, guy can grow more facial hair than I can. When I'm, 20, <laughs> I'm 25. So you might not even think he's 16 watching this show. You might think I'm a 16-year-old, man. Exactly. You saw here crushing it, though. Yeah, dude. It's been fun. i uh excited to see where you guys go in the future. And Thank you. Definitely look forward to uh, staying connected and showing up with some of your pitch competitions. Yes, I'll keep you updated. Thanks for tuning in.